Welcome back to the Cast, a podcast curated for students by students. I am your host and communications assistant, Colleen Hill, and today I'm joined with another type of student. Welcome PhD candidate, Jose Riera. Thank you, Colleen. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for hosting me. Community. Educational. Engaging. Opportunity. Inspiring. Successful. Thrive. The Cast. Thank you for being with us. Uh, so Jose, you are a PhD candidate in the teaching and learning uh, with the College of Education here at WSU. Would you mind sharing with us just a bit about your current progress towards getting your PhD and you know, sort of what level you're at right now? Yes, Colleen. So uh, right now I've, I've been advanced uh, to candidacy, which means that I've completed my academic coursework and are now focusing in on presenting what will be my dissertation uh, so that I can um, get the, the buy-in and support that I need from my committee, uh, doctoral committee to then defend and then hopefully get a, a doctoral degree at the end of the process. Awesome. So it sounds like you're sort of in the final stretch, you know, seeing the light at the end of the tunnel in terms of your educational career. Um, what field were you involved in prior to enrolling with the College of Education here at WSU? So my background is generally in, in the field of business administration. I have uh, undergraduate and graduate degrees in business administration. So I've had, uh, prior to being here, I spent over 20 years working in organizational environments, uh, mostly financial institutions that catered to the needs of lower income communities. And I was involved in nonprofit activities, philanthropy, uh, fundraising to try to bring awareness and then asset and asset building to communities that needed that extra help to advance in the uh, US society. So congratulations on all of your hard work so far. Um, what's sort of in the future for you? Like what are you planning on maybe accomplishing um, once you've received this PhD? Well, very good question, Colleen. I, I, you know, at this structure, this juncture in my life, uh, I refer to um, my spirituality and some of the things that I still feel that I need to get accomplished. I have a general sense of where I could impact humanity, uh, but I don't. I, I'm not committed to one area in specific. I think there's some opportunities. I've been given a great opportunity here at the Carson College of Business to teach. So I am teaching currently uh, as an adjunct professor, uh, teaching entrepreneurial finance. I'm still doing some research that advances uh, social uh, and academic and economic equity uh, for students of low income backgrounds, with students with disabilities. That can lead to opportunities uh, in either policy work and or in foundations that support the needs of, of those who haven't received some of the benefits that I have. So I, I, I think it's, uh, I, I'm happy that the degree, the degree here and the support that I received from my faculty, from my mentors at school and from my schoolwork has helped me open up a lot of doors. But at this point, uh, I still, I need to focus on, on getting my thesis done and defending my uh, my dissertation. So it's, uh, I, you know, I, I'm, I haven't exactly. looked that far away, yeah, but one I, step I am at a blessed time. that I have options, yes. <laughs> yeah, one step at a time. Um, and, you know, a PhD is definitely a huge accomplishment in terms of academic success, following your education. 
Um, was this PhD sort of part of your plan? Um, was it something you always thought you wanted to do or did it sort of just unravel as you were continuing in, a, in your education? Mm -hmm. Well, that's a, again, a very insightful question. Uh, there's many components of that. Uh, I would say that um, I was raised in a household where education was very important. And uh, I don't think a PhD was necessarily part of the, that end game, but certainly having at least a bachelor's degree was a high priority for both my parents. Uh, so um, after that happened, I thought I was going to be mostly focused on, on a business administration career. So uh, my undergraduate, I did at Georgetown University where I studied finance, and then I proceeded to do a, a master's degree in business administration at the University of Pennsylvania again, also in business administration. So I thought that my focus was gonna be in that area. And then through experiences in life, uh, both negative and positive, um, I, I think life took me to a different turn where the focus right now is mostly not so much what I can get out of education and my career to help myself, but rather what can I bring to society in general and to humanity as I enter my, my second half of my life, right? So the PhD was, a, I think, a great opportunity, especially here at the College of Education, where I was able to integrate so many different things, language studies with technology, with literacy, which is, you know, very unique to the College of Education, that uh, I, I was able to now get the skills, integrate um, the experiences that I have, and then pursue other things that, that integrate my, my areas of interest, my education, my experience in a multidisciplinary way rather than just being single-minded in, in my approach to, to life and to my career. Absolutely. And then you do mention a lot how your upbringing and your overall uh, family atmosphere is very pro-education and pro-pursuing like pursuing that degree in general. Do you think this overall um, push and environment that you were raised in um, had a lot to do with your overall success? Did it have a positive outcome? Or do you think if you sort of were your own driving method um, from the beginning, would you be as motivated? Well, it's it's a it's a good question. Um, I, I would say that having such a strong uh, push from my parents and role modeling after that, uh, from them, I should say, uh, that was definitely a, a welcome plus. I don't think that if I it had been up to my my own devices, I would have been as disciplined and as focused as, as I have been in pursuing my education. Uh, so so I, I was given, I think, a strong foundation. Perhaps I was steered towards certain disciplines that were considered to be uh, more prestigious, shall I say, in, in my, my country. And I come originally from Puerto Rico, so there's still kind of a traditional perspective mm -hmm. that there's certain professions, whether it be a doctor, pursuing a doctor, you know, being a medical doctor, or, or being a lawyer, or being, um, uh, you know, like in this case, a, a banking executive, uh, which I was, was perhaps a little bit too skewed, and so I wasn't really given a lot of options. I don't think that, that being a college professor or pursuing a career in education was necessarily something that uh, at least one of my parents would have wanted me to do because it was was not seen as, as something uh, prestigious or, or or that it paid enough uh, you know so so i think there was a good intention uh, there was definitely a good push to to get me to do something but the decision to pursue 
something that I feel is more meaningful and, and resonates more with my own desires is something that came from my own. Yeah, right? absolutely. Um, and another huge part about, you know, continuing your um, education as well is met with a lot of uh, financial issues as well. Um, how were you able to find scholarships that supported you in supporting this PhD that you're currently working on? Yeah, so I, I, I've, um, it's important to hustle. You know, that's something critical. I was not in a good economic position prior to, to coming uh, to WSU. Uh, a lot had to do with the turns of the marketplace and, and certain financial mistakes that I've made uh, in the process. So when I first started at WSU, I did not have an opportunity to, I had to essentially rely upon uh, student debt mm -hmm. to be able to pay for my, my schooling. And by interacting with a lot of people, not only within the College of Education, but outside of, of the College of Education, just knocking on a lot of doors at WSU, there's, there's significant sources of support that are out there, but you have to go out and, and, and find out where they are. Uh, so whether it's in the financial aid office, the, in the graduate school, there were competitive scholarships that are available there. So anybody that is in, in my shoes, I would say, just, just either check with your advisor, whether it's your academic academic advisor. In my case, I have a very strong uh, committee that I ask for. You know, where can I apply for for scholarships and grants and all all these different sources of financial support? And I was able to to get those. You know, my my first year, I was supported very nicely and kindly by. Uh, Jim Martin and Dr. Carmen Lugo, not in my home school of the College of Education, but they offered me an assistantship over at the School of Languages, Culture and Race. So uh, they did that because I did have a connection with languages, right? So that's something that, again, it happened because I sought out that opportunity. It didn't land on my on my feet. Um, the second year, you know, that internship, with, uh, that assistantship at the College of, of the School of Languages was unable to be extended because of the COVID shutdown. So the second year I was, I went around and said, what's available? And I was able to, lucky enough to get a, um, an assistantship with the uh, Emeritus Society, which is a society of the professors that are retired here at WSU. And that also paid for, for my schooling. I had to obviously spend some hours working and supporting that wonderful group of, uh, of individuals, but I got a stipend and it covered my schooling. And then this last year of, of my, my degree, I've been able to use scholarships that I've applied to and obtained, not only internally within WSU, but I've also applied for external scholarships from WSCCU, the, the credit union that is here on campus, mm -hmm. from the Seattle Foundation, uh, from, from Insight Foundation, different groups of, of um, entities that are out there trying to sponsor academic advancement, whether it's for minorities like myself, individuals with disabilities, other sorts of, of you know, support that you're able to obtain, whether you're, you're a U.S. citizen or you're not, right? And, and that's what I'm here. So yeah. that's, that's how I've been able to, you know, keep my head afloat. And, and I hope that I'll be able to graduate with little if, if, if no debt uh, after finishing uh, this degree here. Well, congratulations. That is insane. You know, definitely going out, making those connections is super important. Um, I know a lot of students are very hesitant to even make that next step in their education just because uh, they're concerned about finding scholarships, about, you know, the, in, in the huge 
um, financial contribution and cost that it takes in order to pursue um, those goals. What sort of advice or um, words, I mean, you, you briefly sort of mentioned brief advice earlier, but uh, what would you say to this sort of uh, cautionary um, like role that people kind of take? Yes, well, I, I can tell you, and you've hit the, the nail right on the head. I mean, it, it is an intimidating process, more so when you're being asked to provide all sorts of financial forms, and it can be very intimidating. And it's also, you know, there, there's this ego having to swallow a little bit of pride and say, maybe you don't want to disclose the fact that you're in need of financial support. I think you need to get past that, you know, mm -hmm. and, and you have wonderful support here at, at WSU at the financial aid office, specifically with people that are able to tell you about certain things. You can actually fill out a financial aid form and it just automatically populates uh, your availability to, to be able to get uh, support and scholarships that you may not, uh, you, without you necessarily needing to do anything else except submitting that general application. So first and foremost, do that. If you're pursuing graduates, uh, at, you know, graduate degree, go over and talk to the graduate school, see what sort of opportunities not only there are for an assistantship, um, but also for scholarships. If you're an international student, you can go over to the international office uh, programs and they also have opportunities for international students. So, so again, the school supports international as well as, mm -hmm. as, as U.S. citizens. And there's other external resources, like for instance, and for, for graduate scholarships, there's ProFellow, which is a website um, run out of the, the Bay Area, where they actually have a whole slew of, of schools and programs that pay for education that you can apply to. And using that support, I was actually able to get the summer a fellowship mm -hmm. in Tennessee uh, that was very heavily competitive. It looks great on the resume now. Uh, it allowed me to now, I'm actually working, uh, doing some of my uh, doctoral research using some of the, the data and some of the students that participated in that program. So, and it got me out of being all alone here in the middle of the COVID pandemic, staying yeah. on campus. I was able to travel to Tennessee and, and, and nearby states. So they, there are opportunities. I'll be happy to, to talk to anybody that wants to connect through you um, uh, that's listening to this program and, and, and tell them how this journey happened. And, and, but I, I do think that you need to go out there and be proactive about it because uh, the support is definitely here at, at the university and, and including uh, not only the, the wonderful support that I've gotten from all my advisors and I, my, you know, my doctoral committee, all my professors, um, but also at the WSU Foundation, where they actually interact with donors who are actually looking to sponsor the, the you know, the economic and educational advancement of, of students at WSU. Absolutely. Well, I hope the listeners were taking notes on that because Jose did mention a lot of great resources uh, for different financial aid and scholarship opportunities that a lot of um, listeners and incoming students can get a hold of. I, I know if we're going to ask anyone about the experience of applying for scholarships, it should be you. you. Um, with 16 <laughs> winning scholarships, you're very qualified. I definitely, I took a look at his resume before speaking today and it's insane. It's two pages. Um, in my writing class, we were talking about resume writing and uh, they did say, if you have two pages of a resume, you are definitely someone. Uh, so, Jose, it's been truly an honor speaking with you today. Um, that is all that we have for this episode. Thanks again for joining us. Oh, my pleasure. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving break and have a wonderful holiday season. Yes, absolutely. Um, once again, I'm Colleen Hill, the communications assistant for Coogs Rise, and this is the Coogcast. Have a good day.